Hey friends, it's Mark James, and this is the Thursday Podcast. Hey Sarah James. Hey friends. How's your day been? Good. In a minute I'm going to go into the kitchen and I'm going to make coffee, and I'm going to talk through the coffee making process whilst I talk about the rest of the day. Sorry friends. (laughs) I think a few people have expressed that for all they're not into coffee, they find my journey in it interesting. Okay. I listen to another podcast, uh, Bill Burr's monday morning podcast and he talks about sports a lot and he talks about hockey and baseball and uh, basketball and i am interested in baseball and basketball but i don't know anything about hockey but when he talks about it i find it interesting so you know you don't need to be into a thing to get it no if you're interested and you're excited enough about it other people can yeah jump on that bandwagon you sound excited about it (laughs) i'm not excited about it how's your day been What's the Sarah James version of the day? How do you see that this day went? Tell me your version. Because they know a little bit of my version because I already recorded yesterday's podcast again this morning. And so... Just very lazy and naughty. Yeah, so I was up at 10 to 6 and I went walking for an hour. Mm -hmm. Then I got home, got Joshua ready. Then I went walking again and took him to school and came back. And at that point you got up and we were going to get ready and go out. But it was raining, so we stayed in. And what did we do? Be dirty pigs and get takeaway. We did. We had Korean food for the mm. first time ever. He's going to hear this. And I liked it, but it was very salty. I don't think I'd be keen to order it again. No, I would. That's, I wouldn't order the same thing that I had. Maybe it was just too much salt because I had so much chicken. Oh. I, I had a share box that was probably meant for two people. You don't really like flavour, do you? I do. <laughs> I do like flavour. You don't. You either like... Hot food, or sweet food, or well, creamy food. It was just salty. So you don't really get it when it's like, might be hot but sour, or... Well, I like sweet and sour. Yeah, but that's just sweet, really, the sweet and sour you get. I just... You don't it, have a very... Don't call me out and say I haven't got a mature palate. Well, you don't when it comes to food. I like turkey dinosaurs as much as the next person. There you go. I don't. <laughs> um, I've got a very mature palate when it comes to coffee, though, and chocolate. Maybe coffee's ruining your palate. No, because I've always been like this. I just like what I like. Yeah. But I do eat a lot of extravagant food. No, you're not. You do. I'm but, not afraid of stuff. But you always go like, ooh, it's a bit tangy. Ooh, it's a bit salty. Ooh, it's a bit sour. I just like spice. The only I? thing you don't really run about is spice. I like really hot food. But I would happily eat bugs and stuff. I would eat critters and worms, which apparently we're all going to be doing soon. Apparently that's going to be the next evolution of food, that we're going to eat more bugs. But you don't really like flavour profiles. (laughs) Right. (laughs) This reminds me of when I was saying about how you've got three perfumes and you went, it's a wardrobe. It is. That's flavour profiles, is it? Well, you know, some people are just more worldly wise than others. I love that you've adopted a very queenly <laughs> posture there when you've said well, that. I am. Worldly wise. I've eaten that horrible egg with a half, uh, what's the word? Gestated chick in it before. Well, that's because you're an idiot. That's really So if you know, don't know what that is, basically I was in Brazil. I went to Manaus. It was uh, a cruise down uh, the Amazon. And uh, one of the days we all went ashore... <sighs> And there was this stand where they were selling this. It's called Balut, B-A-L-U-T. I don't recommend that you Google it. 
but essentially they get an egg, but they let it gestate a bit so the chick starts to grow inside of it. And then once it's got this baby chick in it, then they boil it. They like ferment it, don't they? Yeah, and you eat this boiled fermented egg with mm -hmm. chick in it. And it's like you can taste the little... So you know when you have a soft shell crab? Mm -hmm. It's like a soft shell crab in the middle of an egg, the texture. It's horrible. But it's fermented as well. It doesn't make you feel good to eat. Yeah. It's a bad process. I'm going to rush that. No. Right, then you're going in the kitchen to make coffee. I am going to go oh, in the coffee. Okay. I just said you'd be on today, so well, I thought it'd be... there you go, friends. <laughs> <laughs> the joy of my miserable dulcet tones. Have you listened to the night that I recorded in bed? Yeah, I fell asleep. And you're at the end and you go bye. I don't, I don't remember you recording And that. I go say bye and you go bye the friends. <laughs> bye the friends. <laughs> bye the friends. And you're so tired because you're asleep. I listened to it the other day and I, just, I was like, I don't remember you saying half of this. That's I must funny. have fell asleep. You were there, yeah. yeah. Oh well, say bye the friends. <laughs> By the friends. <laughs> right. I'm going to the kitchen to make coffee. Right to the door. Okay. What's this new thing you're watching? Colony. 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 Right. Let's, we could finish Master the Chef tonight, you know. Well, stop messing about then. Let's get on with it. Well, let me make this coffee. Do you, you want to drink? Do you want to drink as well? You beautiful yes, girl. I like your coffee. What do you want, latte? No, that's funny. Make me a, you can make me a tea if you want the kettle on. Do you want an iced coffee? No. I don't mind making you a latte if you want one want to but i'm very happy with the tea here we go then so i'm gonna make um well i'll save the i'll i'll tell you what i'm gonna do then i'm gonna no because i i want do want to eat uh, eat i do want to drink a coffee let me explain you through this process so friends the first thing we're gonna do when I, sarah's made homemade sushi by the way and it's all lined up on the bench and it looks amazing i'm gonna try and keep all the sounds so that i'm facing the right way so today, I'm going to brew the coffee in a Chemex, because I fancy a good bit of coffee. So that's me getting the Chemex out. Google these things as we go along. I'm now taking out the scale, because you do need a scale. I'm taking out the gooseneck jug. And I'm also going to boil the kettle, because you need uh, the kettle. Now, some people have a kettle with a gooseneck spout on it, um, which cuts down one process. But... It is quite, a th it does make a difference to have a gooseneck to pour the coffee with because um, it's more, it, you can be more accurate, you know, that really helps. So we've got the Chemex, we've got the scale. We're gonna get some filters out, the Chemex filters. You'll have to Google Chemex, C-H-E-M-E-X to see what the actual device looks like. And uh, if you do that, you'll understand everything. So what I'm doing right now is I am putting the filter and I'm opening it and I'm putting it into the mouth of the Chemex. And in a second, we're gonna rinse it out, but we're gonna do that using boiling hot water from the kettle. So in the meantime, we put a little cup, a ramekin or something like that on top of the scale and we turn the scale on. Obviously putting the thing on the scale before we turn it on means that the scale will be on zero grams, even though the cup or ramekin is already on it. Now I'm going to open up the bag of coffee. Now the coffee beans that I'm using are from Ozone Coffee Roasters and it's the Brothers Espresso Blend. Although the uh, flavours are milk chocolate, apricot, lemon and lime. Now what we can get from that, the fact that it's lemon and lime, citrusy flavours, means that this coffee is going to be quite acidic. It's going to be um, possibly tropical because of the apricot, but it's certainly going to be light roast. Light roast tends to be more fruity, acidic flavours, 
dark roast tends to be more chocolatey, nuts, praline, things like that. But because this is milk chocolate, it's suggesting that it's a light roast, light to medium. And you can see when you look in the bag that it is a light to medium roast coffee. So what I'm going to do with the scale is I'm going to um, just measure out 30 grams of beans into my little ramekin. And once we've done that, we can put the bag of coffee away. And I do like to clean up as I go because it means that at the end you can just enjoy your coffee and you've got no cleaning up. Now we're going to pop these beans into the grinder. The grinder that I'm using is a Wilfa Svart grinder. W-I-L-F-A Svart S-V-A-R-T. It's a very good home grinder and it grinds for filter, for AeroPress, for um, mocha pot, for all sorts of different things. It grinds very fine too, so you can use it for espresso. Uh, the grind usually takes about 10 to 15 seconds. During this process, you probably won't be able to hear me. But nonetheless, I will keep trying to talk over the sound. Now. I generally find that by the time the grinder runs clean, which means it's ground all the coffee, that um, the kettle is boiled and everything's ready. So what I'll do now is I'll give my freshly ground beans a little shake and a tap inside of the pot. Oh, and I smell them and they smell really good. The kettle is boiled. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna put the water from the kettle into the gooseneck jug. Now, if I had a gooseneck kettle, I wouldn't need to do this process, obviously, but we have a Smeg kettle and we have a Smeg uh, espresso machine. We have a Smeg, uh, what's it called? Stand mixer. They're all red. We have a red microwave. That's why I haven't gotten a gooseneck kettle because it would ruin the aesthetic of the kitchen. So now we're gonna pour quickly around the filter to wet the filter and just wash it out. And that means that you wash out the paper taste from the filter and then when you give the, uh, Chemex a little swirl, the hot water that dropped down into it is gonna heat the glass, which means that you're not brewing into a cold Chemex. You lift the filter out for a second and you um, tip the water away and now we're ready to go. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna tip our coffee into the Chemex, into the filter paper, which is now a cone shape inside. And um, once it's in there, you get your finger and you make a tiny little hole in the middle, a little indent, not all the way to the bottom, but just inside of the little mound. And then I'm gonna transfer the Chemex onto the coffee scale. And now I reset the scale. Coffee scales, by the way, are only about 12 quid for most of them. This is a kitchen tour one. It was literally about 12 pound. Um, now it's not weighing anything. It's got the Chemex with the filter in that's washed out and it's got the coffee in. Now, the first stage of brewing coffee is called the bloom. Now a coffee scale also has a timer on it. So you press start so you can keep an eye on the time and it starts ticking up, which it is doing right now. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna pour twice as much water as you've got coffee over the coffee grounds. And that's gonna wet all of the grounds. So if you brewed with 30 grams of coffee, which I have, you're gonna put 60 grams of water in. Now the reason you brew with 30 grams of coffee is because you're eventually gonna put 500 grams of water into this thing, okay? The basic rule is 60 grams per liter. I'm gonna use 500 grams, so I'm gonna, um, I'm only using 30 grams of coffee. If I was using the Hario, which is similar to the Chemex, but smaller, and I was gonna brew a smaller amount of coffee, I would limit both of those numbers. So usually with a Hario, I'll put 22 grams of coffee in and I'll put 
350 to 370 grams of water in on top. But the point of the bloom is that when coffee is um, roasted, it cracks, the beans crack, and that releases carbon dioxide, which sticks to the beans. And so by pouring the coffee, uh, make wetting all the beans, what happens is the carbon dioxide releases and it comes out. You get loads of air bub bubbles. When you pour the water on, the coffee grounds, they start to build and they look like a chocolate cake. And so you do that and you leave them for 45 seconds to a minute. And once that's done, you then pour on the rest of your water. Now, we're going to go all the way up to 500 grams of water here. And you do it in circles. You just pour round and round and round in circles. And this I find to be quite an enjoyable therapeutic process. I mean, the whole thing doesn't actually take that long. The first time you explain it to someone, it sounds like a lot of work. But actually, once you know how to do it, you don't think about it anymore. Literally, the second time you do this, all of the thought has gone out of the process altogether. And so now I'm pouring my water slowly. I'm up to two minutes total brew time. I actually left it a little bit longer because I was talking to you about the bloom. But once the bloom is done, you're going to pour your water and you're going to go round and round in circles and you keep going until you get up to 500 grams. And by the time you've done that with a Chemex, you'll find that the paper is exactly full to the top edge of the Chemex. So what I'm going to do now is empty the little bit of excess water out of the gooseneck pourer and put it back into the cupboard. Then I'm going to move the Chemex off the scale. I'm going to turn the scale off and I'm going to put the scale away. Now, the only things I've got out on the bench are the Chemex itself, which has got a filter in with coffee and water. Once the water drains all the way down through the coffee, basically it'll be dry, well, moist coffee in the filter paper. And so I'll snip those ends together and I'll drop it in the bin. And now all I'll have left is the glass Chemex, which is full of delicious brewed clean coffee. And so there we have our coffee. And it usually takes about four, four and a half minutes for it to brew in total. But when it's done, um, you'll have a nice flat bed and you'll know that you did a good job. You basically throw your filter away and jobs are good. And that is how you brew coffee with a Chemex. Now, message me if you found this episode interesting. Uh, let me know because what I'll do on another episode, because I make Sarah lattes all the time. That's a totally different process. It uses an espresso machine, a tamper, a coffee distributor, a porter filter, all these other terms. And it's a totally, totally different process. But if you found this episode interesting, then I will do another one. I'll make Sarah a latte and I'll explain to you exactly how uh, you make the coffee with the espresso machine. So there you go. Uh, the coffee is just finishing up brewing now. And I'm going to drink it while I make Sarah the latte that I know she really wants. Till next time, friends, I'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye, Brad. P.S. Just adding this recording quickly on at the end. If you want to see a couple of pictures of the Chemex and what it looked like when it was brewed, go to my Instagram, which is now Curious Monkey Inc. And uh, you'll see I posted it on my story. Curious Monkey Inc. Inc. I-N-C. Short for Incorporated. As you know, my uh, regular Instagram is still down. So go there and you'll see some pictures on my story. Curious Monkey Inc. Bye, friends.